If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. For the week ending August 11, this is The Wrap, Australia's fastest dose of technology to let you know what's going on. And this week, what's going on is a whole heap of things, as Disney and Netflix tussle it out, with word that the two will walk away from a relationship the two have had with each other since, well, practically the beginning. Fresh off an earnings call this week, Disney has announced that it won't be keeping its content on what is arguably the biggest streaming media service, electing 2019 as the time it will be pulling its movies and TV shows off Netflix. And if that doesn't bother you because it only includes maybe Disney movies, think again. Disney owns a vast amount of properties, and if you are hoping your kids or yourself might be able to log in later in life and just watch Star Wars or The Avengers or maybe The Muppets TV show, think again. Disney owns them all and is moving them away from Netflix. Right now, the news is that they'll only be moving from Netflix US, but there are suggestions that Netflix around the world will follow what Netflix US does as best it can. And that means Netflix Australia, more than likely, will do much the same meaning no more Disney from 2019. And you might be asking yourself, why is Disney doing this? Why would the House of Mouse break from the world's biggest streaming media service when everyone is watching Tangled and Frozen and Star Wars and Big Hero 6 on Netflix? Well, simple. Disney wants its own Netflix, and come 2019, it'll have one. And yep, you guessed it, it'll come with its own price tag, because that's just how these sorts of things go. Fortunately, if you're looking for activities for the kids to get into outside of watching Disney, well, there's plenty out there. There's reading and writing and... Okay, I get it. You know, not many people want to practice being a journalist. It was a long shot, but I tried. Instead, why not try coding? In fact, you don't actually have to wait until Netflix pulls the plug in 2019 to try coding. Rather, you can start now even learning with kids. Coding, programming and development is just another language. And this upcoming week, Code Club Australia will have a special night to get more kids coding on one night than it's ever had before. That's the deal with Moonhack, a special night encouraging kids to code as one big group and get to building space-themed developments all on the one night. It starts where the international dateline starts, or the country closest to it, with New Zealand kicking it all off. And then Code Club Australia hopes it stretches across the globe. Last year, this event saw over 10,000 Aussie kids taking part in Moonhack, and this year there's a plan to break that. And who knows? Your kid might be inspired to make the next big thing. Will it be the future of social networks? Some new holographic display? Or how about a watch that just lets you keep the phone at home and take some calls with you? Well, maybe not that last one, because this week, Huawei and Vodafone have teamed up for the Watch 2, a 4G Android Wear smartwatch that is only being released in Australia with a SIM slot. That means the Watch 2 will have the technology to always stay connected, and while you don't have to use it, you can't buy it without the SIM slot in Australia, so why not take advantage of it? Aside from taking calls and data with you, Huawei's Watch 2 is water-resistant and made for activities, with a circular screen that makes it look more like a traditional circular watch, and Bluetooth so you can get your wireless earphones talking to it and listen to music as you run. And mostly, this is about keeping you connected at all times, and it's one of the first smartwatches with Android Wear 2 arriving in Australia, meaning it's a watch that actually runs individual apps, not just apps that need to be connected to a smartphone. We'll let you know more about it in the coming weeks with a full review, but right now we're reviewing something else. And what a grand review it is. It's been under embargo and we've just longed to talk about it to people because this review is mighty. Almost seven years in the making, Sony is ready with an OLED TV. This week, from today even, August 11, Sony's first OLED TV is out in Australia, delivering the quality that organic light-emitting diodes can provide and offering some much-needed competition in the OLED world. Up until recently, OLED TVs were basically a one-horse race in Australia, with LG leading the charge. 
Panasonic joined a couple of months ago, and now Sony is ready with its own. And this one is called the A1, and it's an interesting choice of a name, simply because A1 usually means best of the best, and Sony's first OLED TV isn't far off the mark. Let's talk about design first, because this isn't your ordinary screen. While it's not unusual for TV designers to be a little playful, Sony has been very creative, adopting a screen that is basically just that, all screen, with a tiny framing from the staggeringly slim bezels, and sitting against a stand that looks a little like an easel or an enlarged Microsoft Surface stand. Minimalist is how we describe this one, though we need to tell you that assembling the A1 TV is a two-person job. It's just hard and frustrating, and then there's a little instruction manual at the top of the box. You have to find it. Unfortunately, you only have to do it once. It will try to kill you, but you only have to do it once. Even more fortunate is that the frustration you go through in assembling the stand pays off with a beautifully sharp, crisp, and clear display that honestly just looks amazing. That's the value of OLED for sure, but with Sony's 4K processing power, not to mention its expertise in films and high dynamic range capture that also comes from its camera division, well, let's just say that the Sony A1 OLED TV delights and surprises. In fact, the sound is one big surprise, boasting no visible speakers, and yet one impressive gush and burst of sound. A first for Sony, it is using what it calls the acoustic surface, hiding two speakers behind the panel that use the surface area of the screen to basically blow your mind. It's very hard to put a soundbar or a center channel speaker in front of the A1 OLED simply because of that minimalist design, but you know what? You don't need it. Our regular staple of a Sonos soundbar spent its time doing pretty much nothing the entire time, unplugged and going on a nice holiday upstairs, uh, because the sound honestly on this TV is just that good. Normally, TV sound is barely acceptable, and like headphones on a smartphone, is the first thing you replace. It's often shallow and bright, but the acoustic surface on Sony's A1 OLED TV is anything but. It's open, it's spacious, it's warm, it's balanced, and it honestly just generally sounds the way a good sound system should. The subwoofer could do with a little more bass, but I personally like my sub a little under where it should be, and the A1 is close to nailing it for me. And the TV also comes with Android TV, so outside of the stand being a little awkward, the setup and control of the TV is otherwise excellent, with apps, with Netflix, with Stan, Google and Chromecast, and even an app for your phone that turns the entire phone into a remote. It's priced quite well as well, with the 55-inch variant hitting just below 5 grand locally, and the 65-inch hitting $74.99. That might sound expensive for a TV, but for OLED that's actually not bad, especially for Sony's first OLED. All up, it's about the best TV we've ever seen, and well worth checking out for yourself. It's just really lovely, and we said a lot about it in our review, which you can read at the picker.com.au website. But if you want to hear more, we also spoke to The Age's Adam Turner and Finder's Alex Kidman in their Vertical Hold podcast this week. And it's well worth a listen if you want to hear about the excellence of the A1 OLED, not just from one perspective, but from several. For now, we've reached the end of the wrap, but we'll be back next week for more news and reviews in the smallest amount of time possible. We call it coffee time, because by now, you should be done with your coffee and ready for another. Ish, it's a Friday. Don't don't stretch yourself. We hope you have a great weekend and an awesome rest of the week, and we'll see you next time on The Wrap. Take care. Bye.